Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is May 16th, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you today on another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be going over my big board second round projections. Um, my rank is from 30 to 60. So we've done 1 through 15, 16 through 30. Now let's do, I guess we should do 31 through 60, but we'll get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Now, before I start, I had two very close mentions into the top 60. I'll mention Adam Bona from UCLA, did not make the cut. He's ranked 62nd right now. Dylan Mitchell ranked 61st right now. A lot of people have those guys projected in the 40s or 30s, potentially in the first round. For me right now, before the combine, which is happening this week, they are outside of my top 60. Just want to mention that they did not show enough to prove that they were worth the draft capital. If you want to project, that's a different thing. But as of now, outside, Adam Bona, Dylan Mitchell. So if that didn't get you riled up, let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Starting with number 60 on the list. Here we go. Coleman Hawkins, the 6'10 forward from Illinois. He averaged 10 points, six boards, three assists, one steal, and one block per game. Shot 28% from three. You know, he had a triple-double this season, which is rare in the college game. But he has soft touch in the paint, has a good shot. Uh, he's a he's, His percentage from three is not great, but he's a good shooter. So I think that will translate. Um, but, you know, he drives to the rack like a small forward, and he's six foot ten. Um, he doesn't necessarily do anything great, but he's pretty much good at everything. So Coleman Hawkins is number 60 from Illinois on the list right now. Number 59, this might surprise you, but Ryan Rupert, I have him. You know, he's from France. I A lot of people are big on him. They have him as a first-rounder. It's people that have him in the lottery. I think he's barely draftable. He's a super raw young man, very skinny, not a good shooter. Uh, he shot 31% from three, but, I mean, he has a slow release on his shot. He's just not a naturally talented basketball player. It seems like he's only been playing basketball a few years. He needs a long time to get where he needs to be if he wants to play in the NBA, in my opinion. He averaged seven points, two boards, 0.8 assists, 0.7 steals, um, shot 37% from the field. I mean, he's, as the famous draft saying goes, Ryan Rupert is two years away from being two years away, in my opinion. Everyone else sees it different. We'll see who's right. <laughs> Number 58, Will Richard, the 6'5 guard from Florida. Averaged 10 points, four and a half boards. Shot 40% from three. He's a tremendous three-point shooter. Getting open, and then, of course, he can shoot the three off the dribble. Can hit the step back. Has quick hands for steals. He's a solid guard, but the special talent is his shot. His ball handling is good enough to score in the paint and in the mid-range, so he should be fine in the NBA if he makes it to that level. Because a lot of times when you're drafted in the 50s and beyond, it's really hard to get in the NBA, but he, Will Richard, has a talent. 57, another surprise, James Najee from Barcelona, the 6'10 big man. <clears throat> a lot of people have him in the first round. I have him barely drafted at 57. 
He's 18 years old. That's the positive. But he averaged four points, two boards, and a half block per game. A lot of people are projecting and reaching, and they're doing a lot of group think and just following what everyone else is saying. Yes, James Najee is a super leaper. Uh, he plays the pick and roll well, runs the floor well. He's raw and bouncy. But I think he'll need to pay, play in the G League for a long time before he's ready for the NBA. He pretty much can only dunk and block shots, you know, but he jumps at everything. So he'll need some discipline because, you know, you may say that's a good thing. No, it's bad because the pump fakes in the NBA will get him into foul trouble quick. And, you know, in Barcelona, he only played nine minutes per game. So James Najee is not, he should not be a first round pick. Not at all. He didn't show anything to show that. Now, number 56, Reese Beekman, the 6'3 point guard from Virginia, averaged 9.5 points, 5 assists per game, 2 steals per game, and shot 35% from 3. He's a ball hawk who gets steals better than just about anyone in this class, has a great handle, can hit you with the hesitation, blow by you, break you down. Um, you know, he's a great passer, runs the team like a true leader and point guard. And I really like his game, Reese Beekman. He probably could be ranked higher than this. I will say a lot of these guys are interchangeable. Like if someone's 56, they can be 46, 46 can be 56. This draft is pretty deep and I love the talent. And there's a lot of guys that can go either way. 55, Tristan Vucevic, averaged eight points, three boards from Serbia. He's 20 years old, shot 40% from three. Now, this is a 6'10 guard slash forward, shot 40% from three. Obviously, he shoots the three very well. Moves great. He's an athletic big, great cutter. He's a lob threat. His biggest positive is shooting. He can shoot it from the two or three very well. Good putback rebounder. Uh, I wish he would get more rebounds per game, but he only played 15 minutes per game. He needs to get stronger, play more in the paint. For now, he's a little too perimeter-oriented to be effective in the NBA, but if he can get more of a post game and then be able to do both, I think he could be very serviceable in the league, but he needs some time to get there. That's Tristan, Tristan Vucevic. And, you know, you never know. He could be like Nikolai Vucevic in, in time. Nikolai Vucevic started off with the Sixers. A lot of people don't know that. And he sat for a while. So that could be the same result for Tristan Vucevic. Number 54, Ricky Council, the 6'6 guard slash forward from Arkansas, average 16 points per game. One assist, one steal per game. Shot 27% from three. He's a flashy, powerful dunker. Incredible in transition. Just move out of his way because he's coming through. Um, you know, he's best in transition, of course, but he's a superstar when driving to the rack with a head full of steam. He's a great cutter to the rim. Basically, anything dealing with getting to the rim, he's your man. <laughs> he has a nice pull-up J off the dribble. He just needs to work on his shot, but he's a solid player overall. And if he continues to develop, the way he attacks the rim, he will be successful. That's Ricky Council. Number 53, Riley Kugel, 6'5 guard from Florida, averaged 10 points, three boards, one steal per game, shot 37% from three. Very fast first step, fast crossover, nice shake and bake player, plays like a star, and he's a great shooter. A lot of people worry about percentages. I say if you are above 33% or more, you're considered a good to great shooter, depending on how high it goes. 
When you're 32 and under, that's when you're like need some improvement. So 37% from three, that's a good shooter. He's a good passer also, very flashy with that as well. Had multiple 20-point games this season. Loves to step back or just to shake his defender to score or get to the rim. So Riley Kugel from Florida is number 53. Really good player. 52, Eric Gaines from UAB, 6'2 guard. He played at LSU as a freshman and sophomore, but at UAB averaged 11 points, four assists, two steals in this uh, junior season. Shot 33% from three. He's an elite on-ball defender, and he's great at getting steals. He's super athletic at 6'2", which is surprising. He will blow by you and, like, just dunk on you. Like, uh, my guy from Miami, uh, (laughs) that's now with the Bulls, Derrick Jones Jr., but he's 6'2". I mean, you know, he's a fancy player, plays like a star, you can tell he's been the guy on his team his whole life. He makes jaw-dropping plays, has great court vision, sets his team up well for shots. I just wish he was a little taller because Eric Gaines definitely has star talent. Next, 51, Terrence Shannon. A lot of people have him in the first round. I have him at 51. 6'6", senior from Illinois. Average 17 points, four boards, three assists, one steal, a half block per game, and shot 32% from three. This was his best year by far. Um, He's a lefty, fast, shifty guard, plays below the rim, even though he's six foot six. But he drives strong and hard to the rack, but he normally always finishes with some type of acrobatic layup. I want him to go up a little harder than that. Um, You know, he's a good shooter. Has long range, because most certainly create his own shot. Uh, you know, he's a really good player and a great mover well at the ball. But I think maybe in another year or so of development, he could be a staple on the NBA team. Today, he probably won't get minutes. But in a year or two, I really like Terrence Shannon and his game. I'm going to recap 60 through 51. Since I'm doing 30 this episode, I'm not going to do all 30 at once. Uh, but I'll recap but 60 was Coleman Hawkins, 59, Ryan Repair, 58, Will Richard, 57, James Naji, 56, Reese Beekman, 55, Tristan Vucevic, 54, Ricky Council, 53, Riley Kugel, 52, Eric Gaines, 51, Terrence Shannon. So you'll notice there's not a lot of guys you probably have heard of on this list. That's because I'm not just following traditional ranking systems. This is what I see. Now from 50 to 41, let's start with number 50, Jordan Miller, the 6'6 senior from Miami. Average 15.6 boards, three assists, and one steal per game. Shot 35% from three. Very smooth guard. He's a lefty. He's a clutch player. He's a good all-around player with great size and athleticism. He can literally do everything you want on the court. He's a good passer. Um, He can drive to the rack, create his own shot. Cut to the open spot to get the easy bucket. The only negative is his age. You know, he's going to be a fifth-year senior. If he would have did this as a freshman, he'd be an easy first-round pick. But Jordan Miller, someone's going to get a steal when they get Jordan Miller in the second round. 49, Amari Bailey from UCLA, the 6'5 guard. Shot, scored 11 points, four boards, two assists, one steal per game, 39% from three. Amari Bailey went to Sierra Canyon, 
Uh, you know, he was considered one of the top 10 players in this high school class going into college, played with Bronny, uh, good guard. He looks a lot smaller than 6'5 on the court. Um, he's a lefty as well. But at times he looks like Mike Conley out there on the court. Uh, but he's kind of a shooting guard who needs to get more assists. I wish he was a one strictly, but he's a great three-point shooter, good shot selection overall. I think he can definitely find a role in the NBA. But as of now, a sturdy guy off the bench. He's a safe player, plays like a veteran, uh, would be great, like I said, if he can play point guard. If not, he might find himself in like the Danny Green type of role, which was highly sought after for a long time and still will be because everyone needs shooters like Amari Bailey and Danny Green. <laughs> Number 48, Adam Sonogo, the 6'9 big man from UConn, averaged 17 points, eight boards. Almost a block per game. And he shot 36% from three. That is impressive. Now, this big man actually has a shot and a touch. He does work in the paint as well. So, he has the all-around game that everyone's looking for in the big man. He always gets in position to receive the pass or inbound or rebound. He's a good roller to the rim. He shoot the three, which is huge for the NBA. He has a promising future. Has a lot of skill and touch to mold into a real player. I want to see more blocks, but the skill, presence, and understanding of the game is there for Adam Sonogo. He's 6'9". I wish he was 6'10", 6'11", but look out for Adam Sonogo. 47, Amari Moore from San Jose State. The 6'6 guard you've never heard of. <laughs> He's an explosive athlete with long strides to the rim, but that first step is great. Can lull you to sleep as well as blow by you or pull up and shoot the J. He has a great handle for a shooting guard. Really good shooter as well. Loves the Euro step when he gets to the rack. Can hit the step back, spot up, or just score off the dribble. He was one of my more fun evaluations. I mean, his talent just exploded off the film. Um, the negative you can say is he played at San Jose State. Um, you looking would he look this good against superior competition? We will only know that with time. But at the worst, he should be in the G League with a chance to make a roster. At best, he can make a team right away and contribute. Omari Moore is a really good basketball player and definitely one you never heard of. So check him out. 46, Muhammad Gay, 6'11 forward from Washington State averaged 14 points, eight boards, one block per game. And he shot 28% from 34, 6'11", big man. That's great. He's always at the right place at the right time, always moving, looking to help his team. He's a good shooter from the elbow as well. He moves very well, great at the pick and roll. He was very hard to stop in college. He gets to his spots in the paint and can shoot it well. You know, he's a good big man, Muhammad Gay. It depends on where he lands, but he may need to be in the G League for a year, but he's a good, solid big man as well. A lot of the big men are in this class, you know. We'll get to a couple more in a little bit. Uh, but a different type right now is Azulos Tubeles, number 45 on my list. The 6'11 power forward from Arizona. He's Lithuanian, but he is what you're looking for in the NBA with a 20-point-per-game player. Nine boards, so he gets, gets the rebounds as well, and almost a block per game. He's a junior. He shot 31% from three, so he has that as well. 
Really good shooter. Great touch around the rim. Great hands. Catching passes in the post. Nice post game. Moves well in transition and running the floor. I love how he gets post position. You can tell he's been coached extremely well. Azulos Tabellas. Uh, he just needs to get stronger to bang in the NBA, which I don't think will be a problem. Has a nice little baby hook shot in the paint. And he can drive right by you to get to the basket as well. Um, the speed, the all-around game, I think he'll be just fine in the NBA. Possibly great. <clears throat> that was Azulos Tabellis, number 45. All right, number 44, Nikola Durisic from Serbia. He's a 6'8 guard, 19 years old. Incredibly hard to find stats on him. But he has great footwork, great craftiness getting to the rim. He's a really good ball handler. He's not exactly flashy, but he's incredibly effective with what he does. He does not look 6'8 out there. He looks like a 6'5 guard that's playing his natural position. And in this instance, that's a good thing. A lot of times you have a guy that's too tall trying to play guard, and they look kind of out of position. He's 6'8", but he looks like he is doing what he's supposed to be doing. That's what you want to see. His game should definitely translate to the NBA. He has great shooting form. The knock on him is shooting percentage, but he clearly can shoot it. Uh, You know, NBA coaches, uh, shooting coaches are a huge thing these days, and they have improved a lot of shooters' uh, game. (laughs) So I love Nikolai Durisic's playmaking ability, the way he plays the passing lanes very well defensively as well. I love his game and his potential. Nikolai Durisic is a name to remember. Number 43, Burke Bayuk Tensel. This is the international 10 right here, I guess. But he's 6'9 from Turkey. Very impressive shooter. He can handle the ball very well. Can drive to the rack and score and finish with power. Great spot-up shooter. He's a lefty. Very skilled player. You can tell in his movements, passes, and finishes at the rim how talented he truly is. He can play in the post or the perimeter. Has a nice little crossover. Can shoot off the dribble. Even though he's not very athletic at all, he's very crafty in his finishes in traffic. And I think he could be a problem in the NBA for other teams. (laughs) His height should help. Excuse me. His height should help him be able to survive it. Um, Shooting shooting would definitely translate, and he could possibly be used just for a shooter at minimum. But if he can be more. Burke Bujuktensel from Turkey could be a player that you'll be hearing about for the next 10 years in the NBA. Next, number 42, Kobe Brown from Missouri. Really liked his game. I wanted him to be higher on this list, but this it's just so talented, especially in the top 45. Uh, but Kobe Brown from Missouri, he's a 6'7 power forward, 240 pounds, you could say power forward, but he plays the three just as well. Average 16 points, six boards, two and a half assists, one and a half steals per game. And get this, shot 45% from three. That's right, Kobe Brown, 45% from three. Excellent three-point shooter. Good driver to the rack. Good passer as well. Always looking for the open man or cutter getting to the rim. He's a great creator of turnovers. And honestly, he is the perfect college player. If you if any college team needed a basketball player, sign Kobe Brown up. He'll be in your top five for that. 
We will see if it will translate to the NBA because he's kind of an undersized big that will have to play small for it in the NBA. And he may be a little too heavy for that. But if he loses some weight, he could be a player in the NBA for real. I just don't see him being a power forward in the NBA. He's had t- He had issues at times backing down college bigs. But I think he will be good because of his shooting abilities. And he should he be able to lose 10, 20 pounds? He'll be fine in the NBA. You know, David Roddy has shown that this can work, kind of. You know, he's 6'5", basically a power forward at 250. So Kobe Brown at 6'7", 240, it shouldn't be a problem. Number 41, Deron Holmes from Dayton, the 6'10", big man, averaged 19 points, eight boards, and two blocks per game. 33% from three as well as a 6'10", big man. And you like when in my scouting, I was just looking at the tape, looking at the tape, and then it was like Daron Daron Holmes popped up, and I'm like, finally, a real power forward, a real big man. <laughs> He's kind of old school game. He's powerful. He'll back you down. Has nice post moves. Can jab, step, pump, fake, or just body you to the paint. He's athletic enough for lobs and can even shoot the three. This is everything you want in a big man. His game is just a little out of style for today's NBA when he's playing in the post, but I think he can still play because of his shooting ability. He had multiple 30-plus point games. He had a five-block game. He runs the floor well. I think he just needs to be coached up more on post moves and ways to get his shot in the NBA, and I think he can play in the league for sure. Uh, I think he he moves his feet very well, great shot blocker. So even if he turns out not to be a threat offensively, he will definitely get minutes for his defense. But like I said, multiple 30-point games, he knows how to play offense. He just needs to the right situation. He was at a small school at Dayton, but Deron Holmes, number 41. Now, 50 through 41. 50 with Jordan Miller, Amari Bailey, then Adam Sanogo, 47, Amari Moore, Mohamed Gay, Azulas Tobelis, Nikolai Durisic, Burke Buyuktensel, Kobe Brown, and Deron Holmes at 41. Now, let's get to 40 through 31. Number 40, Grant Sherfield. Let me fix that right there. Grant Sherfield, the 6'2 guard from Oklahoma, averaged 16 points per game, only three assists per game, but shot 39% from three. Um, you know, and he's a great shooter, extremely smart player, very poised and has a high basketball IQ, uses his body to get where he wants, kind of like a Chris Paul type, drives to the paint with ease. He's never rushed or out of control. He knows how to run that offense. He creates separation without elite speed, and that's huge. Very, very important. He can get where he wants and pull up, hit the fadeaway, get the shot, pass to the open man. Anything you need. In the shooting that he has, like I said, 39% for three, well, that will carry him through no matter what to make him at minimum a great backup point guard. I would love for him to, you know, if Chris Paul's still there, go back up Chris Paul, or just wherever Chris Paul goes um, because they play kind of similarly. But other than needing to get more assists, I think maybe he's in a different system. It might show his assist level, but I think he's ready to go. He's pretty much NBA ready. 
He just needs a little bit of learning on the job. Grant Sherfield, really good guard from Oklahoma. Of course, you wish he was 6'3", 6'4", but deal with it. 39, a guy you never heard of, Yannick Craig, a 6'8", guard slash forward from Spain. Now, you probably haven't heard of him. You probably never will hear of him from any other place but the All Rookie Podcast. That's because he averaged four points per game, ladies and gentlemen, and two rebounds. Yes, he did not play much, but he has the body type and athleticism that everyone is looking for. Yannick Craig is who everyone thinks Ryan Rupert is. It's not enough film on him to know if he's truly a good three-point shooter, but I'll tell you that his form, his shot, his release has a natural stroke that looks good every time he releases it. So I think that could be worked on even if it needs a little or a lot. I think he's going to be fine. You know, we don't have a huge sample size, but from the way he shoots the ball, I can tell he can shoot. But he's very athletic. Quick first step to the rim. Nice handle. Gets to the rim very well. He's not raw at all like most international athletic guys are. He can be easily molded into an NBA player, a good NBA player in my opinion. He can back his man down and score or create his own shot off the dribble. He's great in transition. I truly love his talent. He even has a nice touch in the mid-range. Really good mid-range. Really good defender. His wingspan makes it hard for guys to score on him. He just needs more playing time and experience. And Yannick Craig, I think he could be the steal of the draft. Who knows? He may go undrafted. In my opinion, he's a top 40 talent. I might want to move him up more. But he's definitely better than Ryan Repair. It's borderline whether he's better than Bilal Koulibaly, but we'll get to him in a minute. But that was 39. 38, Kobe Jones, a 6'5 guard from Xavier, or from Xavier. <laughs> he averaged 15.6 boards, 4.5 assists per game, and over a steal per game. Kobe Jones takes what the defense gives him. He has a lot of hesitation moves, does a lot of change of pace type of directions to score. He plays below the rim. Very efficient, though. You know, excellent three-point shooter. Good playmaker, uh, which will work for him well in the NBA. Uh, He has a nice floater and soft touch in the paint. I just wish he was a little bit faster. But he's a good distributor of the ball. He he makes point guard-level passes, even though he's kind of a tweener. But he just doesn't get assists. He makes plays and puts guys in scoring position. Contests shots very well. Plays the passing lane very well. Very safe player. If you're looking for this position-wise, Kobe Jones from Xavier. Have him at 38. 37, Bobby Clintman, another player you probably never heard of. Bobby Clintman, 6'10", from Wake Forest, and he only averaged five points per game, four and a half boards, one assist, but he did shoot 37% from three. But he did only also play 20 minutes per game for some reason. Who knows? But he's a very impressive young man that can shoot the three very well and can be a presence in the paint. He's a very aggressive dunker. Had a double-double game where he averaged, where he scored 17 points, had 11 rebounds. Uh, He can dribble it out from as far as the three-point line all the way to the rack. You know, there's not much film on him at Wake Forest playing, so you have to go back to when he played for the Swedish team, and he impressed tremendously. He averaged 16 points and 10 boards with them. So I have no clue why he only played 20 minutes per game at Wake Forest. 
I'm going to say bad coaching, but in my opinion, Bobby Clipman is a diamond in the rough. He can do everything you need on the court with that great size at 6'10", and he showed he can do even more with the under-20 team with Sweden, like I said, including bringing the ball up, distributing like a point guard, making no-look passes all over the court, great pick-and-roll play. He's just a great team player, not selfish at all. It's just truly a crime that he wasn't used more at Wake Forest. I say he just needs to get a little more aggressive in the paint, just continue to develop. But Bobby Clintman is another one of those guys you, you may have never heard of, but you need to know the name. Number 36, Grant Nelson from North, North Dakota State. One of the more fun uh, evaluations. 16 average, 18 points, nine boards, two assists, one steal, two blocks, and he shot around 30% for his career from three. I call him a unicorn. Uh, he plays like a guard, and he's 6'10", 6'11". Has a nice crossover. He can blow by his man, create his own shot, and not only get to the rim, but attack it viciously. Very natural ball handler for his size, and I don't just mean normal dribbling. <laughs> he dribbles like a point guard. He has a great hesitation to get to the rim. It just blows your mind how much he moves like a guard. Uh, he doesn't have those big, long, slow dribbles. He looks... Um, it, it could have because of the competition. Now, like I said, he played in North Dakota State, so yes, possibly. But the things he's doing on the court, if he did it in the open gym against no one, it looks impressive. So he still is doing it against players. Uh, but uh, I think it would translate. He most certainly is worth the risk in the early second round. He needs to work on his post game. He doesn't have a great post game because he wants to be a guard, apparently. But he's a great hustle shot blocker. He posterizes guys on dunks. Um, he could have issues in the paint with not being strong enough to back uh, players down or play defense against those big guys in the paint. But if he does play like a small forward anyway, it may not be an issue. Uh, he's a good post passer, good shot blocker. And this is Grant Nelson we're talking about. And he protects the rim well. Albeit, like I said, at a tiny school, but you can only play who you're up against. Grant Nelson... Very, very fun player. I hope he gets drafted. I have him at 36. Number 35, Derek Lively from Duke, 7-1 center. Only averaged five points, five boards, two and a half blocks, and non-existent from three. Now, I kept hearing in the offseason, Derek Lively, Derek Lively from Duke, Derek Lively from Duke. I'm expecting to see an all-star, incredible player, and I look at the tape, and it's like five points, five boards. What? And he wasn't in limited minutes either. I'm like, uh, what is this? But Derek Lively does have a nice baby hook shot. Has soft touch near the rim. He's a lob threat for sure. Always catching alley-oops. But he basically only dunks and blocks shots. I do not rank those guys highly. He passes up good looks in the paint to pass to the open man, which is not great. He needs to be more aggressive. It's almost as if he doesn't want to shoot. Like he's got the kind of Ben Simmons type of feel in his game right now. Uh, but he is a really good shot blocker. Uh, whether it's against his man or helping uh, his teammates uh, on help defense. He moves his feet well. He can guard without jumping and being baited into fouls, which is good. Uh, he can block just about anything. From what I see in his game, he pretty, he's pretty much exactly the same as Jackson Hayes that plays for the Pelicans. 
So he doesn't get minutes. So I don't know if that's a Pelicans thing or the way of the NBA today. So that, you know, Jackson Hayes was a lottery pick, top six, I believe. I think he was the sixth pick in the draft. So Derek Lively is definitely not going – he shouldn't go that high. But if you can get him at 35, it's worth it. But he still got to go to a thing where he will get off the bench because Jackson Hayes cannot get off the bench. Now, number 34, Terquavion Smith from NC State. This 6'4 point guard averaged 18 points, three and a half boards, four assists, shot 33% from three. Terquavion Smith could have came out last year and would have been a late first, early second. Right now, I have him going as early second, but he's a very fast, quick, quick tip. This is always hard to say. Quick twitch guard. <laughs> he can light it up out there. Um, very skinny, though. Looks small out there, but of course, um, you know, he can gain some weight. But he is a gamer, very clutch player. You just wonder how he's going to translate to the NBA being so small right now at 160 pounds. But he has a killer crossover. He's a great leaper. Uh, I think I think it'll be hard for him to get off the bench in the first year or two of his career unless he goes to that right team. Uh, you know, draft-wise, it didn't really help him to come back. But game-wise, of course, that's good for your development. But we'll see what Turquemion's feel. I like him. He just needs a little bit more polish. Number 33, Bilal Koulibaly, the 6'6 guard from France. He averaged 12 points, four boards, one and a half steals per game, 35% from three. He has a nice handle. He's long and athletic, can shoot in and get to the rack and create his own shot. He definitely does not play like a foreign player. Don't take that the wrong way. But he has very nice and smooth moves. Uh, <laughs> And also the aggression and skill attacking the paint. You know, a lot of foreigners don't normally attack the paint and the rim with aggression or like have a ridiculous crossover fancy type of game. So that's what I mean by that. But he's very fast, especially on the fast break. Loves the Euro step and finger roll. I think he could be special if he continues to develop. I don't think he's ready right now. He's a little skinny, uh, but he has a long wingspan to help with defense and blocks. Um, but I think he's a perfect prospect to take a risk on in the late first or the early second. Uh, and in a year or two, look out. Bilal Koulibaly could be a staple on the NBA team. Now number 32, one of my favorite players in this draft, another guy you've never heard of, Ben Shepard, the 6'6 guard from Belmont, averaged 19 points, five boards, three assists, one and a half steals. Shot 41% from three. He's a lethal three-point shooter. He's clutch, very fast, everything you want. He drives to the rack with ease, finishes with style. Not just finishes, but finishes with style and flair. <laughs> but he had multiple 30-plus point games this season. Of course, the level of competition was lackluster at Belmont. It looked a little too easy for him at times, but he still can create his own shot. Hit the three off the dribble or spotting up or obviously, you know, off the pass. Anyway, really, 41% from three, he can shoot it. <laughs> but he moves great without the ball, great at getting steals with almost one and a half per game. He's definitely NBA ready, in my opinion. He's almost a perfect prospect. I just got to know if he looks so good because of the competition or if he really is him as the young people 
say nowadays. But Ben Shepard, very, very fun player. Great to evaluate. The negatives are the small school and the age of him being a senior. But the game is there fully. Number 31, and last on the list, Trace Jackson Davis. Trace Jackson Davis, the big man from Indiana, six foot nine, two hundred and forty-five pounds, average twenty-one points per game, eleven boards, four assists, point eight steals, and three blocks per game. All numbers very impressive. Very athletic big man, moves great for his size, can store can score off the dribble or post up, has some ball handling skills to get to the rack, strong in the paint. Nice spin moves and quick twitch movements to score in the paint. Um, I think he could have came out last year, but I remember scouting him last year, and I was like, this guy's not that good. But he really has improved his game tremendously to be up here at 31. Most people have him as a first-rounder. I could easily see him being a first-rounder, especially with those numbers he put up at Indiana. But in my opinion, he's not the greatest at posting up. Um He's got to work on that, and he's 245. I don't know how much more weight he can gain, but it's kind of hard for him to score on smaller guys at times as well. That's not great. Um, He kind of needs to blow by you to go up strong or get by you. So he's going to have to work on his post moves, post game, and maybe by year two or three, he'll be a fixture. But even still, I think, I would have to compare him to anyone. It would be Larry Nance Jr. And like I mentioned with Jackson Hayes, Larry Nance Jr. is he's a player that winning teams want, but he's replaceable. So will Trace Jackson Davis continue to elevate his game where he's a fixed-in starter, or will he be like a Swiss Army knife that every team wants and he gets keeps getting passed around and around and around? So that is my list. I'll just go over 40 through 31 real quick one more time. Number 40 was Grant Sherfield, 39, Yannick Craig, 38, Kobe Jones, 37, Bobby Clintman, 36, Grant Nelson, 35, Derek Lively, 34, Terquavion Smith, 33, Bilal Koulibaly, 32, Ben Shepard, and 31, Trace Jackson Davis. Now, like I said, the combine's going on right now. They're doing a lot of drills, a lot of three-point shooting, a lot of agility, a lot of run here, run there, jump here, jump there. And they're stacking the teams to play 5-on-5 for Wednesday, I believe. Most of these results of the combine and all this stuff means nothing. So don't get over whatever over it. You don't need to move anyone up from 60 to 30 because they jumped the highest. Or they shot the best in this. Da, 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 da. Like they have been training for months to do these drills. The vertical leap is not important. Uh, to give you reference, Keon Johnson for, he was with the Clippers two years ago. He broke the record for the vertical jump. He has since been traded and barely gets minutes for the Portland Trailblazers. So it's about your game first. Shooting is very important. So that may be something in the combine, but I think the game. And just the individual workouts are the more important scenario. So just just put that out there. You're not going to see a lot of posts and comments from me on the combine, like drills. It's nothing to talk about, really. But I hope you enjoyed my rankings from 31 to 60. I'm sure I had some that will blow your mind. Some, I'm sure I also have some guys you never heard of that you might want to look into now. 
I feel this is as close to as perfect as I can have it as of now at this point. There will be a situation where some players will be able to drop back out of the draft and go back to college, um, you know, because as long as you don't hire an agent, you can do that. So some of these lists, players on the list will change. Some will move up, some will move down. But I'm happy with my one through 60 right now. And, you know, another thing I will say, there's only 58 selections in this draft because two teams lost a draft pick for tampering type of situation. So it's very unfortunate you're only hurting the players. But this, the 58 that will be drafted are are really good players. This draft is really fun, really deep. Like I said, probably up to 45 are sh- should be sure things, are, are very close to being sure things. And then you have some prospects that you can reach on from 45 to 58 and then the undrafted one. So, and remember, Kenneth Lofton Jr. was undrafted. Uh, so that was just last year. So some guys could be undrafted, still work your way onto a roster and, you know, get yourself a contract, which Kenny Lofton ended up doing at the end of the season. So uh, don't be disheartened. If you do not make, if you're not drafted, there's still a path. Might be a harder, longer path, but it is what it is. Now, next we got coming out the results of the lottery. They're doing the ping pongs on Tuesday, which is this will be released on Tuesday. Um, I'll do an episode where I do my first mock after that. So we're going to get all that process that the mock lottery, well, the actual lottery results and put something together for you guys with the mock draft. Thank you all so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review. It would be great. Tell a friend to tell a friend. The bigger audience, the more I can do for you guys. I can Maybe I can get video and all that stuff in here. But right now, I'm a one-man crew. I'm, I'm producer, talent, all that. Poster, <laughs> social media. So... You know, get my views and likes and comments up. And I appreciate you guys more than you will ever know. I'm doing the show right now a little bit sick. So clearly shows. I love you guys. No, but thank you so much for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.